0: are centric and you can be, too. Welcome to the Geek-Centric Podcast, and welcome to our special Behind the Geeks episode for Schmigadoon Season 2. My name is Nate, and if you're joining us for the first time, we are Geek-Centric, a podcast focusing on the world of movies, TV shows, games, toys, and collectibles, and all things Geek-Centric. Joining me for this Behind the Geeks episode, we have my maniacal musical muse, Justin, the Jersey Boy, Lawrence.
1: Snapping my way in, bro. You hear those you, snaps? I don't
0: think the microphone can pick up the snaps, Justin. <laughs> 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 I like it, though. This is a new side of you. I've never seen this before. Yeah. It's beautiful. Shuffle.
1: <laughs> you know. Okay, okay. That. <laughs> put your
0: put your nipple tassels away, Justin. Put your nipple tassels away. Um, how are you doing? We, you know, we don't get to talk about musicals too often on this uh, podcast. Before we get into get into things, what what are some of your favorite? Uh, Musicals.
1: Truth be told, I'm not a huge musical fan. Um, I like mm-hmm. La La Land. I think that that is a paying homage to Hollywood uh, musicals uh, of the old, okay. and I enjoyed musicals uh, from from that era. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know. I'm more. I, I like plays. You know what I mean? I, I would. I would rather see a theatrical, a sort like of a stage a theater play. number. Yeah, like a stage play or a theater theater production over. A musical movie it wouldn't necessarily be the one that I would go to but that said I'm, i won't turn away from it like i think with with this series especially it was probably the thing that was uh the thing that stopped me from wanting to check it out originally was that it is very musical heavy but you know when we talked about it and you talked about it so lovingly and the angle that it likes to take with shemikadoon season one and you know the parody aspect that did make it a lot more interesting um, mm-hmm. And I appreciated that. I appreciated the the sensibility of of this show having a, a, a tongue in cheek approach to how musicals are, are seen, because I kind of sometimes feel like some of those people's like, OK, here we go. Musical number. You know,
0: (laughs) (laughs) well, and that's that's kind of the one of the most fun aspects about the series is that we are we're living through Josh and Melissa and we're Mm -hmm. we're getting to see sort of their perspective and their side of it. And uh, as normal non-musical beings, if you will, Um, but uh, but for me, I got to say, you know, I'm thinking I'm thinking more stage musicals um, like Wicked. Is absolutely oh, yeah. incredible. If you ever get a chance to watch Wicked or um, the other one, which they're making into a movie, actually, um, but then I, my, I think my favorite musical still to this day um, is The Lion King, dude. Yeah, 100%. so good, so good, so good. Like, did you but, ever see that you ever see it live?
1: I of course saw it live. We had we knew a friend okay. and a family member that was actually in it. She was the giraffe at the beginning, and I think oh, she sick. also was uh, Nala as well, mm-hmm. um, um, and the, wow. The, the 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 day that we went and saw it, she was actually playing Nala, and we got to go backstage. So it was really cool to so to cool. see it. So uh, that and as a kid, seeing that was was incredible. But yeah, that that musical was was like that is the adaptation done right uh, from it's line to dude. stage play. It's so sitting, sitting in the good. audience,
0: and then mm-hmm. and then you just hear the singing coming from the different areas around the theater, it's and up. then the, all the animals are coming down the aisles, and you got the little elephants. Yeah. That I'm just like, but the costume as a kid, design was so blown The away. costume design oh is what gosh.
1: what sold it, right? Like this this yeah. you know it's such a it's a play that is so self-referential of its its African heritage and it mm-hmm. adopts it in such a such a great way and I think that was really because I remember being young just being captivated by the visuals of of the costume design the curtains and and everything the way it, the the way it was all structured. The only other one too is is Beauty and the Beast. I really did like Beauty and the Beast as well. Did yeah. you ever see Beauty and the Beast? Uh, I as, didn't see as, it on stage, but I've heard oh really my good God. things. Yeah, like the the point where it's "Be My Guest," and though that's the midpoint, that was the cool, mm-hmm. like a great way to just kind of hit the hit the intermission, right? And I was like, yeah. I, I remember just being like, "Damn, this I'm is ready for the next is, part." Yeah, but it's funny because like these are these are these are musicals that are inspired from, I guess movies, musicals. I guess I guess in some instances I like Disney musicals. I guess if you're animated and singing and dancing, I I seem to find that far more acceptable. (laughs) Somehow that's okay for you. (laughs) (laughs) Unless you're Ryan Gosling and, and and Emma Stone. Like, you know, those two are just so lovely in La La Land.
0: There you go. Well, listen, I think some of the characters in this series, I would consider to be very animated uh, in in how they act. Um, But let's kind of get get two things here. Special thanks, as always, to our friends at Apple for letting us take part in these interviews and for letting us watch this season of Schmigadoon early uh, season two. Uh, We've got some thoughts on the second season. But before we get to that, we are joined by some very special guests. Justin. Why don't you let the fine folks know who we had a chance to boogie down with?
1: Well, Nate, today we are talking to the co-creator of Schmigadoon, Cinco Paul, and we're also talking to Jaime Camille, who plays Sergeant Riviera, and Anna Harada, who plays Madame Frau. Yeah, huge thanks to Apple for setting this up for you, because uh, I know you are, were so excited for the opportunity to talk to anyone, uh, and the fact that you get to talk to uh,
0: Cinco Paul—it was uh, awesome. Yeah. You know, he's actually named after Cinco de Mayo. Get uh, it. Because he was born on, on Cinco de Mayo. So he, that was, yeah, that's why his name's Cinco. I was like, that's a really interesting name, Cinco, but... I- all my Wikipediaing as I'm preparing for the interview mm-hmm. uh, really paid off um, but listen I think we let these interviews speak for themselves we'll talk a little bit about, about them afterwards uh, and then we'll also talk about season two and, and kind of let you know our thoughts on on that season so uh, without further ado please welcome please welcome co-creator of Schmigadoon Cinco Paul uh, and Jaime Camille and Anna Harada Hey Cinco, my name is Nate. Welcome to the Geekcentric Podcast. How are you doing today?
2: Great. How are you, Nate?
0: I'm I'm stoked. I'm stoked to chat with you. Uh, I'm a huge fan of the first season of Schmigadoon, um, with the way that you you folks paid uh, you know such beautiful homage to the great musicals of our day, while also throwing a bit of parody in there. I love it. Uh, this season is fantastic as well. What went into the decision making between you know, in terms of focusing on the the 70s era? Of musicals and specifically Chicago.
2: Yeah, I really, I'd always conceived of the show if it, if we got multiple seasons to go through each era, you know, one Love by it. one of musicals and and I didn't want to go back to Schmigadoon, you know, because I felt like we'd done that, you know, we yep. we'd done everything we could there and. And so it was really, I focused on like 1965 through 1979. Like Cabaret, I think, was the, the, the musical that changed what musicals could be because it was such a dark show and there hadn't really yeah. been shows like that before. And so I thought, oh, this will be such a nice act two to our happy act one of Schmigadoon. Let's, let's go to a much darker place and, and send Josh Malis on a totally new journey.
0: And I love seeing Josh sort of uh, a little more into it this time around uh, right. than he was. <laughs> and we get that great moment between him and Melissa, and she's like just like, Are you seriously? Like, calm down.
2: <laughs> Easy boy. Yeah, yeah. Take That's down and yeah, and he's just getting into it. Yeah, because these these musicals are cooler, so th- mm-hmm. they're a little less corny. So it's a, it's Josh feels it's okay to like these, maybe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Probably. Uh, I personally would love to see a season three of the show for for this season. Um, were there any other moments throughout uh, Schmigster-y, uh that you had considered, <laughs> maybe a bit of uh, Schmigler on the roof?
2: perhaps, yeah, you know, I feel bad that because we leapfrogged because we went to sixty five and Cabaret. We kind of yeah. leapfrogged over West Side Story and Gypsy and Fiddler and Hello Dolly. and some of these musics that that's musicals that straddle the mm-hmm. two eras. And so I feel bad that we weren't really able to address those but i really tried to limit it to the 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 shows that focused on the darkness and the grittiness you know of the 60s and 70s so that is a regret
0: yeah well i mean listen we got it's it's very possible we could get uh a season 3 um for my final question uh i have tried looking this up everywhere i can, i really can't figure it out i was wondering if you could help me answer this what really is a fantastical
2: virago. <laughs> hey, I- <laughs> Thank you. It's furago. Furago. Thank it's you. That's probably why I think it's a And it means like a smorgasbord, like a wide variety of things. Beautiful. And so it was Beautiful. sort of, <laughs> it's my tribute to, to Stephen Schwartz, who sometimes really reaches to get a rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> and so that was my little... Uh, Poking fun at, at, at Steve with for using a word like farrago that nobody has ever heard.
0: Ever, ever. Well, ever. thank you so much for clearing that up for me. Uh, You're welcome. It was a great time getting to chat with you about this show. It's such a fun time, uh, and I really can't wait to see what's next. So thank you so much.
2: Great. Thank you.
0: Hey, Ann. Hey, Jaime. How Hi. are you doing today? My name is Nate. Welcome to the Geek Centric Podcast. How are you guys doing?
2: That's Amazing, great. Nate. How about yourself? Thank you.
0: Uh, Getting to chat with both of you, so I'm pretty fantastic. Um, You are both excellent this season, uh, and both your characters sort of share this unspoken uh, alignment over their disdain for their boss, in a way. Uh, What was it like switching things up to become Madame Frau and Sergeant Rivera? And Anne, we'll start with you.
3: Well, it's thrilling because in season one, I was so nice and kind. And in season two, (laughs) I'm so not either of those things and it's it's great for me as an actor I you know just the thrill of being able to be a part of kind of like the shadowy underworld um of season two was very exciting for me
0: very cool very cool it's super fun you know going you know it's like a American horror story thing we we have going on uh where we are our essence of in both seasons is there uh, but Mm -hmm. we're playing different characters and I believe my mom Cheetah (laughs) <laughs> we'll be, be very proud. <laughs> very much so. Um, I, I have to ask, you know, obviously your characters are switching things up. Um, Schmigadoon is now Shmikago. Uh I want to know if, if Cinco and Ken came up to both of you uh, and you were responsible for, let's say, a season three of Schmigadoon, what would be the next uh, either musical or era of musicals that you'd want to be a part of?
3: Oh, well, I think we have to keep in the timeline and go to the 80s and 90s next. Ooh, yes. Right. Yeah. So it would be a lot of those big British, uh, Megal, Venga musical <laughs> kind of shows. We'd, we'd, there'd be dancing cats and we'd be on the barricade and we'd be in the Paris Opera House. You know what I mean?
0: I love it. So I think there's I love a lot it. of that. <laughs> Very cool. I mean, how about yourself? Do you think, uh, well, yeah, be of in course it specific? is to be in, in order of, of the era of musicals,
2: right? So I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. Le misérables, Schmantum mm-hmm. of the Opera, Ooh. I don't know. <laughs>
0: Okay, okay. Yeah, I was talking to Cinco earlier and and uh I had mentioned maybe a Schmigler on the roof. Oh really on the roof. One. Nice. We love but that. You know what? Right. I think based on how the names of the of the seasons, it, it would have to be a place, right? I guess right, yeah. yeah. Technically. Yeah, we have to pick Techn- a place. listen. Yeah. Listen, I get I'll work it out with the writers. We'll figure it out. <laughs> um <laughs> uh my my final question for both of you. Um, I wanna know from each of you three words that you would use. To describe this season of Schmigadoon.
3: Okay, I answered this yesterday. We're all in. Ooh. Because I just feel that that after season one, we doubled down on all of those theater nerd references. We went even deeper, kind of like into musical comedy jokes. Um, And we and there's way more music in this season. There's way more dancing. There's way more everything. More sets, Mm -hmm. more costumes, more everything. And I just, I think We're All In is the season for us. Because it's just like, look, guys, (laughs) we're we're letting you have it. Season
1: one, well, Well, here here you go. Season two, yeah, it
3: really (laughs) has that, like, we're ramping it up quality.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Fantastic. Excellent. Well, uh, we are all in. I'm all in. Uh, for for this show. It's absolutely fantastic. And Jaime, thank you so much for spending the time to chat with me. Uh, Again, you two are are so excellent. I can't wait to see what both of you uh, do next. So thank Thank you so much. Thank you, man. You're so kind. Thank you very much. And we are back. Justin, that was awesome. That was so much fun. Um, I love how much, you know, it's really cool talking to Cinco and, and to hear his love for musicals you can tell Mm. he has such a a wealth of knowledge not just for the stories but for the music the the musical structure how those classical music uh, musicals were written back in the day um I love that he used Farago as an homage to Stephen Schwartz I thought was really really (laughs) funny um and it's just a great like I think again it's one of those things that um just sort of it's it's nice to know that you're talking to such an expert in that field. And, and it's, it's reassuring when you're going into watching this show, either season one or season two, that you're, you're coming at it from a, uh, with, with people that just absolutely love, musicals and and love the stagecraft
1: yeah he's a musical geek man uh, I think yeah. that's that was the takeaway from the interview for me is that he's passionate about it and that in itself makes me appreciate season one that much more and what he will do with season two uh you know it's written with a sense of heart and love for the musical while also being really self-referential uh, by incorporating uh, characters that that you know, are reminded of like, well, this is kind of absurd. Uh, I think that that's that's the beauty of it. That's kind of that's the way some people look at the musical. Uh, But he's so he's so passionate about it, the way he structures these these stories and the the way he's able to write stories within the musical. You know, he's not just writing musicals, he's writing very interesting, uh, hilarious songs. And I think that that's that's very telling. Like he's he's kind of he's he's leaning into the parody in the most authentic and honest way.
0: And it's great to see, you know, with Anna and uh, Jaime, like their characters are so different this season. And, you know, they touched upon that in the interview. And, and it was just it's really fun to sort of get to see it, again. It's almost like the idea of, a, of an actual musical. You're, you're coming back to maybe the same theater troupe. Right, and they're but they're doing a different play this time, uh, and Schmigadoon in season two is very uh, different uh, in terms of from season one. Um, let's get to our, our thoughts on season two if you if you're ready. Um, the premise for season two is as follows: Having found true love in the town of Schmigadoon, season two of Schmigadoon will find Josh uh, and Melissa in Schmicago. Uh, the reimagined world of the 60s and 70s with the tatas and the tatas um, and the tatas. Um, the, this series, as we mentioned, was co-created and produced by Cinco Paul and stars Cecily Strong, Keegan-Michael Key, Dove Cameron, Aaron Tuyette, uh Jane Krakowski, Alan Cumming, Kristen Chenoweth, speaking of Wicked, uh, Jaime Camille, Anna Harada, Ariana DeBose, Martin Short, and joining the season is Titus Burgess and Patrick Page. Uh, Justin, let's kind of get into things here. What were your sort of first initial takeaways from this sort of change up for season two?
1: Well, I, I'll be honest. I haven't finished watching all the episodes that were given to us, but I think immediately uh, I welcome the the shift tonally. I think, again, given that he is a musical geek let's say he's he's passionate about musicals it's nice that season two has tonally shifted and it kind of serves as a bit of an allegory to what's going on right like we were in you know uh, 1940s period I guess you could say with Schmigadoon season one now we're here in the in the sort of cabaret style music it shows the, the passage of time moving with musical while also bringing that in visually as well and I think it's it's kind of like a little bit of a, a history lesson at the same time it's kind of cool right uh, but and it's also parroting one of like obviously it's called Chicago, so it's Chicago is a very famous musical.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a little bit of Sweeney Todd as well, mm-hmm. um, kind of mixed in with uh, Alan Cumming character Alan Cumming's character and, and Kristen Chenoweth, and um, I think it's kind of fun how they they manage to sort of. They they flip things on their heads, but because we're still following Josh and Melissa, right? That's they're again they're the vessel for the audience. I think it's kind of cool too. They they sort of reverse roles here, where in the first season Josh was very much like I don't want anything to do with this, yeah. And now that (laughs) I that I appreciate it. This is sweet. I yeah 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 yeah
1: yeah. He's he's like well because it's more his bag. Like I think he digs Chicago, right? He hated doing everyone was too upbeat, <laughs> corn perky. pudding yeah exactly like people were were, were shipping home that that corn yeah. pudding so yeah. you know i i liked i like that with josh and melissa they serve as the audience right they serve as the the audience that is is either enjoying or perplexed by what's going on or annoyed and i i don't know i i think that it's so smart to kind of structure it and the task for them is to really you know to, to almost, it's almost like a game. It feels like a video game to a certain degree. Yeah. Like, this is level two um and sure, yeah. hopefully there there's more levels uh, that can go and be. yeah because especially with with the genres of music like you were talking with with Cinco like there's just there's there's opportunity there and he obviously sees that and I think he has something in his back pocket for for sure and who knows maybe it's going to be hinted at towards the end again I, I think you've seen all the episodes that they've given us I I haven't mm-hmm. I haven't seen them all so uh, you know first impressions though is that it's a welcome change and I yeah. think it's it's deserved and and i think again like you said the cast is the cast is asked to change you know what Mm -hmm. i mean they're asked to adapt and shift their characters into shmikago style versus schmigadoon and i think that's refreshing too it it kind of makes it a little bit because you're almost being reintroduced to these characters again who are going to have similar traits, but are going to be new uh, in in some aspects. And again, like you said, Josh and Josh and Melissa, Josh is just like, he is so into it. He's like, all right, okay. I, I, so it.
0: It. <laughs> um, I want to shout out Dove Cameron. I think she mm-hmm. does a phenomenal job. She was great in season one, but I think she gets a little bit more to do uh, this season. And we sort of get to see a little bit um, more of her character and, and a little bit more depth for her as well. Um, I also enjoyed quite a bit what what they did with with Aaron uh, uh, Tvet's character. I'm I'm sorry if I'm butchering that that last name there, but but um, Aaron's character and, and he's you know he's kind of this hippie sort of um, love interest and 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 you know again it's 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 just kind of cool how they play with the timing there. Um, the music in this season is fantastic. Um, it's it's you know again I think if. If if one thing's to be said about season one, where if if you watched season one and you did feel that that maybe it was a little bit, um, maybe not your bag musically, uh, I do think you might be maybe kind of like a like a Josh, right? And you 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 know you might enjoy uh, sort of the bombastic sort of the shift in music, yeah, of, exactly of the of the songs. Yeah. I will say, um, probably my favorite song, and this might be the only thing that I, I had an issue with with. Uh, with this season but my favorite song this season um and I won't spoil it but I mean it's in the final episode if you're looking for it uh was from Ariana DeBose and I guess she was super busy during season two because we we barely get any Ariana DeBose and I think she is so strong in that first season um and you know we got to keep kind of you know um we got to keep uh Aaron's character and uh and, and Jaime's character, you know, Jaime especially, I think was kind of the opposite to, to Ariana in season one. And I just I just felt like it was really, really lacking a lot of her and and yes. Like she, well, she's—I she, don't think she's Emma in this. No, uh, of course not. Yes, season. yeah, but Ariana, Ariana de, Ariana DeBose. Yeah,
1: Ariana DeBose. You know, she is. You know, she won an Academy Award for her yeah. role in West Side Story. So, you know, she's definitely got the musical chops. It does seem strange that she wasn't, based on what you're describing, that she has. She wasn't, you know, in as many episodes. Um, mm-hmm. I clearly didn't make it that far through. But at the end of the day, I think if if you're you're not leveraging someone like. um Ariana DeBose, then there's got to be a reason why. So you could be right. She could have been busy. She could have been caught up with other productions. Um, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, but yeah, I would just say definitely check it out. I mean, I, I guess we can't necessarily both give uh, a score. I think for me, I'm sitting at a solid uh, four to five for this this season too. Um, I do think it's 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 such a fun fun ride and again even if you aren't necessarily a fan of musicals i think you'll i think you will still really enjoy it um and i I would definitely recommend checking it out and have a fun time um it comes out uh i guess uh today as of if you're listening to this on the date of release april 5th um uh but that is it we we hope you enjoyed this special behind the geeks episode of the Geekcentric Podcast. And if you did, make sure to subscribe to us wherever you like to listen to podcasts, if you haven't already. And if you want to write into the show with your thoughts or, or you know, uh, on, on Schmigadoon Season 1 or Season 2, what's your favorite song? Uh, are you still obsessed with Corn Pudding? Um, <laughs> write in and let us know. I'm actually, I'm actually Justin, I'm going to call out Corn Pudding uh, <laughs> over to Justin to let you know <laughs> how, you, how you can reach us. Well, they can
1: reach us at wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. That's wearegeekcentric. We are Geekcentric at gmail.com, or if they want, they can reach out to us on Twitter, at GeekcentricYT, or on Instagram, at WeAreGeekcentric.
0: They kind of have a new one for season two where there's just this lady, this drunk woman, and she's just like, I'll drink to that. And she just like after every song or different moments where she like she shouldn't be chiming in, she's just like, I'll drink to that. Um, So (laughs) I'll drink to that. Uh, And uh, if you want to drink some of our other episodes, um, we do have some wonderful spoiler free reviews out now. Like our spoiler free review for the Super Mario Bros. movie. Uh, as well as our spoiler-free review for *Kill Box Soon on Netflix, uh, and we have our spoiler-free review for *Dungeons and Dragons* uh, out now as well. So there's lots happening, you know, on, on either on in the theaters, on streaming. We have our uh, season. Uh, three episodes, one to four, spoiler-free discussion uh, of Ted Lasso, uh, which is absolutely fantastic. Definitely give that one a listen if you want to kind of have a bit of a therapy session. Uh, for another show on Apple TV Plus, uh, and we also have uh, you know other interviews available on our YouTube page, youtubecom Geekcentric. We have an interview with Rick Famuyiwa as well as Katie Sackhoff from The Mandalorian. Um, so definitely go check that out. Uh, there was a r- really lovely moment with justin and katie about star wars parenthood um but yeah thank you so much for joining us for this episode uh, and as we say love ya peace i'll drink to that